What it do, it's your boy K Sims. Welcome back to the K Finance Podcast. Happy MLK Day, everybody. Um, I hope everybody had a great weekend. Um, I hope everybody um, did everything that they wanted to do, achieved what they wanted to achieve, and bought what they wanted to buy. Um, happy MLK Day, everybody, once again. I hope everybody is enjoying this uh, day off. And uh, if you're not familiar with who MLK is, hopefully today um, your parents will sit down and tell you the significance of what MLK, what he means to us in our community. And uh, if you don't have anybody to talk to about that, then hopefully um, you do your research. Um, I just want to uh, pay my respects to MLK and his family. Um, you mean a lot to me. You mean a lot to the community. I uh, just wanted to start off by saying that today is a great week for me because this week is fight week. This Saturday, um, Lamont Peterson faces off against the truth Errol Spence Jr., now, if you're not familiar with any of these two individuals, these are two professional boxers. Lamar Peterson has been in the game for many years. Um, if you're not familiar with Lamar Peterson, he has a tremendous story of being homeless at 10 um, years old. And uh, his trainer, Barry Hunter, took him and his brother, Anthony Peterson, into his home and uh, trained them to have great amateur pedigrees and then also train them to have professional great professional pedigrees as well um lamar peterson has been in there with uh many other big names such as timothy bradley amir khan victor ortiz danny garcia lucas matisse and now he's stepping in the ring with earl spence um, if you're not familiar with earl spence jr he's a young up-and-coming fighter out of dallas desoto texas to be exact um his most notable win is from Kill Brook. He went over to the UK and won the IBF championship from uh, Kill Brook. I mean, his other most notable win is from Chris Algieri, who was a two-time champion. He had been in there with the likes of Manny Pacquiao, um, if you haven't heard of Chris Algieri. But I'm excited about this fight. Um, it is this Saturday, and um, I'm expecting Errol Spence to win. Uh, I mean, these are two of the most prominent body punches in the game um before there was a errol spence lamar peterson was the best body puncher in the game until errol spence came along um errol spence is a young hungry champion um he likes to come forward take the fight to his opponent and get it out of there early i mean he can box he is a um great fighter one of the slickest southpaws that i've ever seen then and the boxing game has ever seen uh, lamar peterson i mean he can do it all he can box he can fight on the inside but i think majority for this fight he's gonna probably pick and choose uh when to fight in the inside but for the majority of the uh part of the time i expect him to box sort of kind of what he did against danny garcia but probably he won't be as strategic um i think me personally he beat danny garcia but he was not very aggressive enough in the early rounds in order for the judges to be forced to give him a decision he definitely came alive in the championship rounds but in those early rounds he was a little bit more in and out and of course judges and casual fans don't like uh, when fighters do that they rather two guys being in the center of the ring and just you know throw punches with each other they don't want to see individuals you know in and out you know hit not get hit stick and move you know individuals they don't want to see that but um i see um errol spence's future is very bright um the welterweight division is on notice um outside of terence crawford there hasn't been 
really many welterweights who have eager to been stepping into the ring with him um the likes of danny garcia sean porter and keith thurman have all engaged in politics to either um hold off on the fight or just maneuver their way around him for the time being i mean keith thurman's name has been attached to errol spence since 2015 and this is when Floyd was fighting uh keith thurman was calling out everybody and he uh specifically really wanted floyd mayweather but floyd mayweather looked at him and said you need to fight errol spence keith thurman was not too happy about that and he felt disrespected and he looked at errol spence as a guy that shouldn't even be mentioned with him um danny garcia stated that you know he was a good little young up-and-coming fighter and that he needed to fight uh good fighters in order for him to be considered elite sean porter just said that he's not ducking errol spence but the top guys is him danny garcia keith thurman well now since uh errol spence has beaten the guy that sean porter has lost to and he's also beaten the guy that danny garcia and keith thurman didn't go up against and he's taken a belt from them so now he's a champion uh he currently holds the ibf title um and keith thurman holds the uh wbo and the uh wbc belt and currently uh jeff horn um he holds the other belt but he's across the pond so um we won't talk about him too much but um after errol spence beats uh lamar peterson i'm you know very excited to see who he faces next i mean you do have um lucas matisse he's in the mix um i don't know if lucas matisse will fight spence um i don't know you know matisse doesn't back down from anybody so i do think that he will fight spence but matisse's eye is really kind of on um danny garcia rematch with danny garcia i mean danny garcia has basically utilized these tactics like he's the next floyd mayweather and tried to necessarily pick and choose who he wants to fight now danny garcia is fighting brandy rio so that's most likely you know that's kind of expected you know coming off of a almost a year layoff and then you know you want to pick a guy who's not necessarily a tune-up but a tune-up in most people's eyes you know to get back into the ring to build his name back up now who he fights after that it all depends on danny garcia um i know he wants his belt back his belts well his belt he only had one belt which was the wbc but i'm sure he's gonna want um you know the wba and uh the wbc that um keith thurman currently holds i'm sorry i might have said the wbo earlier that he holds you know that's jeff horn owns the wbo but the wba and the wbc are the belts that uh keith thurman uh currently uh holds as of this moment and i know errol spence is very eager to unify the ibf wba and wbc um so we'll see if keith thurman wants to trump a mandatory with danny garcia i know that uh keith thurman is tied up with uh jesse vargas at least that is the word right now that he's going to be fighting coming back and then since uh he's been off for some time due to inactivity uh specifically him having to have surgery um he has to have two mandatory defenses the first mandatory defense is against sean porter we've already seen that fight before i expect the same outcome the next uh mandatory if danny garcia gets past brandy rios then the winner out of those two will have will be the next mandatory in line for 
Keith Thurman. Now, individuals suspect Danny Garcia to win that fight. So we're basically getting the same lineup that we have gotten from the WBC um, in 2017, now going into 2018. Instead of us seeing Keith Thurman fight Errol Spence right after Jesse Vargas, we're seeing an old 2017 matchup of him fighting uh, Sean Porter first, then back during and fighting Danny Garcia again. So individuals are really not too excited about that. At least I know I'm not. Um, I'd rather have Keith Thurman have, you know, Jesse Vargas fight. Maybe have another fight in between, whoever that is. It could be Sean Porter or Danny Garcia, but not both. Just pick one. Um, mostly, mainly, if I had to choose between the two, I probably would say Danny Garcia again. But, I mean, you know, Sean Porter is a hell of a matchup as well. Good, solid competitor. But I probably would rather see him fight um, Danny Garcia again because, you know, it's real bad blood between those two because Danny Garcia does feel as if that he's won. So I think it would be a lot more entertaining to see. Um, but another individual that's on that same card uh, this Saturday is an individual by the name of Robert Easter Jr. Now, if you're not too familiar with him, he is promoted by none other than Adrian the Problem Broner. Um, currently, just like Errol Spence, uh, he holds the IBF title, but he's at a uh smaller weight class he's at 35 uh 135 he's not at 147 so he currently holds the ibf belt at 135 um there were talks recently that he was supposed to face mikey garcia through and now he's facing another opponent uh robert easter jr is you know a big man for somebody who makes 135 pounds i mean the man is 5'11 for god's sake that is a big tall man for individuals at 135 you know i see why you know mikey garcia uh wouldn't want to fight him right now because you know as mikey garcia stated you know that's probably his most difficult and toughest opponent i mean jorge linares probably would be his you know toughest opponent in terms of weight um but you know robert easter jr is his most toughest opponents in terms of height reach and skills um jorge now don't get me wrong you know jorge linares has skills too but i mean you know robert easter jr has all those three you know going up against mikey garcia in terms of height reach and skills so i mean if you had to choose between the two sure mikey garcia would pick the fight you know jorge linares before he fights robert easter jr anytime soon but you know does he neither here nor there I'm at the fight game um, in 2018. Uh, we have a lot of fights, you know, that is going on right now. And there's a lot of fights that need to be made that haven't been made yet. Um, it is a business. I mean, in particular, um, you know, Deontay Wilder versus Anthony Joshua hasn't been made yet. Mikey Garcia versus Robert Easter, Robert Easter Jr. hasn't been made yet. Keith Thurman versus L. Spence hasn't been made yet. So, I mean, we have a lot of fights, you know, that hopefully gets made in 2018. Um, they've been building up for quite some time. And I know fighters want to get the most compensation out of fights that they can get, especially when it comes to them facing their most toughest opponent. I do get that. Hopefully, um, there won't be any more politics being played in order for these fights to happen because they definitely do need to happen. Okay. Um, also, um, if you're a fan of the Charlo brothers, um, I actually got to meet Jamel Charlo and uh, Best Buy. Great, humble dude. Um, I know the Charlo brothers get a lot of flack of being, you know, mean and very aggressive guys. Look, man, look, 
I went up to him straight up. The man shook my hand. He was very humble. Um, didn't have any aggressive, you know, bone in his body. However, you know, just as long as you don't talk shit to him, then, you know, you're pretty much safe. But I mean, if you talk shit to him, then yeah, you know, they're gonna fuck you up. But, um, the older brother, uh, the hitman, um, Jamal Charlo, um, he's fighting, uh, Hugo, Centen uh, Hugo Jr. I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name. I think it's Centenario Jr. Um, he's uh, the Hugo guy. He's most known for his no contest with J-Rock. Um, J-Rock Julian Williams, also a guy at 154, um, that, um, Jamal Charlo knocked out, but he's an individual who, um, is most known for his no contest with J-Rock Julian Williams. Um, he's fighting in i believe it's february those two are fighting um i know jamal did a live stream from some platform but he stated that he wasn't going to be on the errol spence undercard and that his fight he was trying to press it to be in houston i know those uh the twins in general you know they want their fights to be in houston um currently jamal is the mandatory for um gennady golovkin's wbc um, if you don't know who that is, that's Triple G at 160. Um, this is for the interim belt. So if Triple G was to lose the WBC belt, then the winner out of Jamal and Hugo would automatically be named as the WBC champion. Uh, Canelo's not fighting for the WBC because they have a beef. So he's currently not fighting for those belts. So right now it's Jamal and Hugo fighting for the interim title and will be named as the WBC champion if... Um, Gennady Golovkin loses his belt or decides to vacate but that's um if he decides to do that um hopefully Jamal gets to fight Triple G I think he personally stops Triple G but I meant seeing is believing especially when you hear you know if Triple G fans got a hold of it of this information of me saying this they definitely would try to hand it to me but you know that's just my opinion and like I said seeing is believing but yeah man check out the fight um, this Saturday, Earl Spence versus Lamont Peterson. I am expecting a great fight. Two young champions uh, duking it out who have a relationship with each other. But, you know, they've stated that, you know, this is business. And that night, the relationship will be put aside and they're going to go in there and handle business. Um, I do believe that Earl Spence will stop, you know, Lamont Peterson. However, um, if it goes 12 rounds, I will not be surprised. I mean, I would be surprised because how hard Earl Spence punches, but I wouldn't be surprised due to, you know, Lamar Peterson. Even though he got knocked out by Lucas Matisse, um, I don't, I think that he learned from those, from that mistake. And I don't believe that he'll fight the same fight, especially with Earl Spence. But, um, I'll be making another video about this on Saturday, or well, especially the aftermath and, Hopefully you guys, uh, you know, tune in to watch the fight. I know I will be. I definitely will try try to make fights this year in 2018. And hopefully I'll get some like live footage from that um, so I can uh, show you guys. But, you know, just tune in, watch the fight Saturday. I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode and I'm out one.